coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 156. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How you doing? I'm okay, but there are others that aren't so okay. <laughs> Shit has hit the fan. Yeah, we've got, you know, everybody's trying in the United States to indict Trump. Yeah. They basically indicted Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel, and I don't know, but it sort of looks like Justin Trudeau's going to get indicted up there in your neck of the woods. Yes. So, you know what? I apologize. I I haven't watched much American TV in the last two days. I was glued to the TV here on politics. And it, this is probably the biggest scandal in Canadian political history. Um, there's so many juicy bits. Uh, we're going to need a whole show for what has come out in. And, and That's I think, very complex. And I think that a lot of this is the same stuff that goes on behind the scenes, possibly in places in your country as well. So absolutely, this is, yeah, it's, it's pretty juicy. And uh, I know that the parliamentary debate an emergency was called yesterday and they debated till midnight. Wow. So you know it's serious when a politician works till midnight. <laughs> yeah, you definitely know that. And it's just so... I mean, on one hand, when he first took office, Trudeau... Yeah. I mean, he was just like... Oh, isn't he cute? Yeah. I mean, it's so hard to believe that he is so corrupt. Yeah, the, it, it just goes on and on and on. And like I said, we're, we're going to need a whole show for this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you name the time and day, and uh, I think we'll be there. Well, you know what? <laughs> not... I mean, you've got it, it's when I read about it, and they're not really covering it much in the United States. I, I know um, you said that um, Fox may have carried it yesterday, a segment on it. I didn't see it. Right. I read the BBC's account, and it, it's just there is a lot of stuff going on here. Oh, yeah. Like I said, way more than just probably one show. It uh, involves media, um, uh, hookers, uh, you name... Oh, this is... You couldn't write a movie that would have better stuff in it. There's no way. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? I have... uh, I know that there was big political stuff going on in in the u.s but i am totally clueless because i had my nose to the tv watching canadian politics so we'll we'll get you all caught up good good like i said um i'm a little worried about benjamin netanyahu i mean he's being accused of accepting bribes right Um, him and his family he complained yesterday in his speech that his son had been drawn into Mm -hmm. it now his sons are pretty young Mm-hmm. I, I don't know in what way he's talking about. I know Probably. that there is an election there in two months. Is this a political hit job like he says? He has won four times. This is his fifth election. Has somebody just won him out or did he? is he guilty? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. I mean, I know it. 
he's a politician, so I would guess he's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when he was first elected the first time, and of course, um, Israel is very important to me, I really did not like him. I did not, that I, I just didn't think he was the right person. I didn't think he was dedicated enough to the Jews. Does that sound crazy? He was more dedicated to um, secular ideas. You know, you, you got to trust your gut, right? Yeah, yeah. And then I sort of warmed up to him. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I don't know. A lot of the prognosticators, you know, uh, said he was a bad choice when he was first elected, you know. Well, uh, but I don't know about their hocus pocus. I wonder if he was corrupt from the beginning, or did he get corrupted over time? Because I don't that's, know. There are people. Because the the latter seems to happen to almost every politician. Absolutely, there are those that suggest his wife is really the corrupt one. <laughs> She's a psychologist. They were having an affair when he was married to someone else. Oh, uh, that so has been a very long time ago. They now. I have been married for probably 20 years. They have two sons. So they have good morals then. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, uh, good morals. <laughs> they forgot about those commandments. Oh, oh well. Yeah. Uh, it happens, you know. We, we've got a real moral president, too. But yeah. that's not why we voted for him. We did not vote for him because he's moral, you know. We yeah. voted for him because, maybe because he wasn't, yeah. and because he's tough. He walked out on Kim Jong-un in Vietnam this week. Wow. Not very nicely. I think he it wasn't angry, but he says that little Kim wanted to tear down one of his facilities with nukes and have all of the sanctions lifted. There are 11 sanctions okay. against the country. And Trump said, no, I want all the facilities. And I guess little Ken looked, you know, he gets that blank face, you know. Yeah. Like, maybe, I don't understand you kind of thing. And you you realize that he understands English pretty well. Yeah, yeah. When he wants to, okay? Right. And then Pompeo came in and uh, brought out some pictures and said, see, we, we noticed that you've got nukes here and here and some underground here and you're building somewhere over here and little kim was like oh i didn't know you had all that intelligence <laughs> oh i wish i was there oh yeah. yeah but i wonder if you read the art of the deal and if you know that that's like the bible to trump right trump was going to walk out on this meeting no matter what yeah i you know what when, of the game. When you said that, I, I thought of the art of the deal right away when you said that he walked out on camp. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Same page there. Absolutely. And he had a little press conference afterwards, and he did something that I could just kick him in the ass for. Oh. Somebody said to ask about, ask if him and little Kim had talked about auto warm beer. Um, I don't know if you remember, he has the Jewish kid that came back in a coma okay. after being accused of stealing a 
I don't know, some sort of propaganda poster in in North Korea. Now, when the hell the kid was there is just, I I understand he was a finance student. Um, His school had sent him. It's still crazy to go, but he, you know, he should not have been killed. Right. Or a poster. Actually, whatever happened to him was almost worse than being killed. Anyway, but... Trump spewed some shit off at the spur of the moment and said that little Kim said that he did not know about it when Otto was being punished and assaulted in prison. And Trump said he believed Kim. Uh Why did he say that? I mean, even if he did, and to tell you the truth, I'm not sure little Kim would have known about it anyway. Because... I keep saying the same thing over and over again. Is little Kim really in charge or are the generals? I mean, theoretically, he's in charge, but is he really in charge? Right. Kind of like marriages, you know? The guy may go, I'm in charge, but he's not really in charge. His his wife wears the pants. Exactly. There's those three generals, and I often believe that they're the ones wearing the big boy pants. Okay. Yeah. And little Kim is out there because he's his father's son. Right. Yeah, I I, I could see that, definitely. Yeah. So um, there will be people. another summer. They will get together. The good news is, especially if someone's sitting where you are, he's not testing those missiles. You know, that's worth something. Yeah, for sure. He stopped that. Because remember back when he was, I mean, people in California and Washington and everybody's freaking out. It was like, you know, it doesn't feel good because what if he, what if he really hits sometime? Yeah. A nuke, there aren't a lot of second chances. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, we did a whole episode the other day on Ocasio-Cortez, but... She's the gift that keeps on giving. (laughs) Her and uh, Pelosi have teamed up for a little uh, blackmail. Oh. Yeah. About 28 Democrats voted with the Republican caucus on a a little tiny gun bill or a little part of the gun bill about, you know— trading guns with your relatives or leaving them when you die and you you know uh, there's okay. tiny little thing in the right. big picture it really is almost nothing okay well ocasio cortez says well you're going to be on a list who's going to be on a list the 28 people that voted with the ah. republic and if you do it again we're going to go to your district. We're going to get somebody to beat you in the primaries, and we're going to put all of our money behind it. And Pelosi stood with her on that. Well, I don't know if you know this, but in Canada, uh, the the members of parliament always vote with their party. There's there's no voting for the other parties. So, but see, our our we are supposed to. Yeah, well, that's way more democratic than than our system. But that's what happens here in Canada. 
Like even after the Trudeau scandal, all the liberals are standing up together in RCMP. You know, there's there's nothing to to look into here. It was all about saving jobs. So yeah, that you know that makes you guys a way more democratic country than we are, and they're trying to ruin it basically. Absolutely, and um, and, and we are somewhat more democratic than you are because. You've got socialized medicine, and the government owns the oil. Right. You know, and uh, we've got all these people saying Medicare for all, including Ocasio-Cortez, and we want it to be free. Well, let me tell you, Medicare is not free right now. Right. Okay. You pay for it your whole life. They take money out of your paycheck to pay for Medicare and Social Security. Okay, those are things you pay for. Now, the hammer is old enough that he can be on his Medicare. But because he's still working, he has to pay an extra money every quarter. Oh, wow. So these people that are young, they might not get it. And see, you have the woking. Right. Where they're telling you something, and based on your experience, you believe this is true. Right. Well, you know, one thing her green plan did do, it actually infuriated the uh, Greenpeace president, I believe, who that is. Uh, His name is Patrick Moore. Yeah. Let me read you his tweet uh, regarding AOC. Pompous little twit. You don't have a plan to grow food for 8 billion people without fossil fuels or get the food to the cities. Horses? Question mark. If fossil fuels were banned, every tree in the world would be cut down for fuel and cooking and heating. You'd bring about, you would bring about mass death. Oh, yeah, very quickly. Does she not understand where oxygen comes from? Exactly. So, you know, uh, <laughs> that would definitely put you on. In this a... global warming, we would also freeze to death. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know. <laughs> But she's got, you know, she's getting a lot of enemies. And she she needs to know that if she's going to be this loud, she's got to watch, as my mom said, you watch your P's and Q's. <laughs> yeah. She's not watching her P's and Q's. Uh-oh. Okay, besides having her boyfriend kind of, sort of, maybe not on the payroll. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Well... She is being investigated by the FEC, that's the Federal Elections Commission, for undisclosed payments to some Riley Roberts guy, Uh, uh, her boyfriend. (laughs) Okay, there you go. There are people that are going to live, their existence in life will become to take her down. So she can't be doing shit like that. See, and she's every day we're reporting in some way she breaks the rules. You know, she doesn't have her address on file. Right. Right. Well, you have to have it on file to know that you live in the district you're representing. Oh, but not her. (laughs) Okay. Like I said, she's just all the time. Well, only 4%. Only 4% showed up to vote, so she only needs 4% of an office in her head. Yeah, ha- in her head. a Democrat <laughs> pointed that out today. A Democratic strategist was on, um, uh, I don't know, one of the Fox shows, and he pointed that out. He said, you know, we don't know why she's getting so much airtime. I mean, hardly anybody voted for her. It was kind of a big deal. 
you know, a flute got her there, but you know, a lot of things happen in a flute deal. You know, that's like you know when people don't use birth control. <laughs> it's a flute deal. Yeah, we got to take care of it the rest of our lives. Yeah, unless you live in Virginia, then you can yeah, kill it after it's born. Yeah, then you can kill it after it's born. That's right. Harvest its organs because it's worth half a million dollars. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. Very sad. We got it all oh. figured out. Yeah, we do. We have everything figured out. That's why we're doing this, right? <laughs> you bet. <laughs> okay, Michael Cohen. Yeah, all over the news here in Canada, uh, multi-stream media was trying to dilute the Trudeau stuff with it. So I knew it was going on, but just couldn't get distracted. Oh, my gosh. He's a lion pandering um, panderer. He testified three times this week. He's going to return next week. He testified back in last summer and lied to Congress. That's why he's going to jail. But he's like a heroin addict. <laughs> he's I mean, it's just like attention. whoever has control of the goods. You know, back when the Republicans had control, he was pandering to them. Now he's <laughs> pandering to the Dems. You know, they're, and the Dems are loving his words. They're begging. They're going, lie to me, baby, lie to me. <laughs> and he just keeps lying. He's already been turned over to the DOJ for lying yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, he really can't tell the truth. So why is he being made to testify when he can't tell the truth anyway? So They don't give a shit whether it's yeah, true. We're, we're in the age of woking. Right. They don't care. <laughs> If he says it enough time. It's true. If you say it enough time yeah. okay. and you can make up the story, you know, he should really be writing fiction. <laughs> bad thing is it would be so bad because he's not really very good at it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole thing about writing fiction is they'll blow you up if you screw something <laughs> up. You know, I got the wrong gun in one of my books. Oh, it made no. it past my inner... Oh my God! I got letters. I got. We had to do a reprint. Oh my God! <laughs> I mean, and it was just like that gun can't use that bullet. Kind of thing. I said, well, you know, I, it was a mistake. We had to reprint it. Wow! In fact, I got a whole stack of the bad ones downstairs. <laughs> but okay, now sometimes old news becomes new news. And Kushner, Jared Kushner, remember he had trouble getting top secret security clearance because right, right. he's done some shady things. His daddy was really shady. And I don't know. I don't think Trump should have brought him into the White House. I don't know whether he really does this stuff or not. It doesn't matter. Nevertheless, the FBI suggested that he should not have security or the top security clearance. The White House counsel suggested they shouldn't. And now they're going, well, Trump made General Kelly give it to him anyway. That's an old story. They're acting like it's new. Trump, I don't know. I think he denies telling uh, Kelly that. Um, I don't think he would have had to tell Kelly that. I think Kelly would have understood that you, he should give him the clearance. Right, right. Uh, the president wanted him there. Um, I don't know that the trade-off on Kushner has been worth it or is worth it in the future. And 
they're using, just to take a step backwards, Michael Cohen's um, testimony to kind of bring players in that they can call back, hmm. or they not call back, call in to testify. Because kind of the way this these congressional hearings work is if you've got somebody testifying here under oath and they say, well, but Jared Kushner's dad, then you get to bring Jared Kushner in. Right. Okay. That's probably the big benefit of Michael Cohen. He's been around and long enough that he can throw everybody into the pot for the stew. Uh-huh. You know, he's so far, he's mentioned that. He's mentioned two or three people I've never heard of. He's mentioned, you know, Don Jr. He's mentioned Ivanka. Um, by him mentioning them, they will get subpoenaed. And they're going to drag it out to 2020. I've always said that I felt like somebody's going to drag Kushner and Don Jr. Under, one yeah. or the other or both down. Yeah. Um, I, I really mm. believe it. I, I think you could be possibly right there. I hope not. But yeah. uh, Oh, I definitely hope not. Oh, well, remember our good old friend, Megan Kelly? Yes. Poor I Megan. She's going to be back. Yeah, bless her heart. She just got $30 million to stay home, and she's learning to cook. And she, she wants to work again, does she? Yeah, yeah she's going to be back. She says she has two serious offers on the table. She is away, available to work beginning in October of this year. My guess is it's going to be the view, and she'll make less money than she's made in a long time, but... It'll be worth it because she's addicted to airtime. Hmm. Oh, that could be interesting. I don't know. Maybe she'll give Rachel Ray a run for money and start a cooking show. Let's hope not. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think cooking is going to become her um, expertise. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take cooking lessons from somebody that just started cooking. I've been cooking all my life. So have you. So, you know, I think that would be a big mistake. Oh, very big mistake, especially somebody that's too skinny. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. According to Yahoo Financial, 63% of the millennials regret that they bought their home. Wow. Now, buying a home is part of the American dream. The reason is they don't like the hidden and unexpected costs. They said if they rent, they don't have to worry about it. <laughs> There's a lot of truth in that, but I think this could start a trend. Yeah, this that's a scary, scary thought. Yeah, yeah. That's not good. Now, here's something even another scary issue or event. An emotional support pit bull attacked a five-year-old at Portland Airport, according to a suit filed by the mother. Now, that's a bad deal for emotional support dogs or pets and a bad deal for pit bulls. And I, I have to be nice about pit bulls. I don't like them, but I have a friend that will cut my head off for saying that. <laughs> so I'm, I'm being nice, okay? Um, pit bulls worry me. I have to admit that. Um, I've had pit bulls before, and it's not the pit bull. It's the owner. And, and I believe you. I do believe you, but 
Um, should a pit bull be an emotional support dog? Well, you know, I guess that emotional support dog could be um, disguised in, well, in a German Shepherd. Yeah, my question is, did that pit bull actually have any training? Or is it just some random pit bull that a guy wants to take everywhere he goes? I think that is totally being abused. I think you are possibly right. I bet you that yeah. pit bull did not have one day of training. Well, and people are getting approval from their doctors. You know, I mean, at least that's kind of how it works in the United States. Um, they're going, well, if I, I want to get this apartment, I thought these two kids do this. I mean, over where my son lived. Um, they didn't want to play the pet de deposit. Right. And they don't have to if it's an emotional support animal. <laughs> wow. So okay. she was planning to get her doctor to say that her teeny-weeny little dog was an emotional support dog. And, and, you know, that's not a big deal when it's a little yappy, tiny dog. Right. But if it's a dog trained to kill or attack, I should say, that's a problem. Or a peacock. Remember that one? I do. I remember the peacock. <laughs> Somebody wanted to have a squirrel on a plane. Yeah. You know, squirrels. One day, one of my dogs carried in a squirrel. Oh, no. Oh, my God. It stunk so bad. Everything in the house for a week smelled <laughs> wild. I mean, oh, it's like Grizzly Adams moved in. Oh, my gosh. It was terrible. Yeah, that dog made me mad. But, um,. <laughs> Speaking of wild animals, a couple of weeks ago, there was a jogger runner on every show, every morning show. He was out in uh, Colorado running on a trail, and this mountain lion came and attacked him, and he wrestled it, and he had a big cut on his face, and, you know, I, my impression was he killed the mountain lion. Um well, according to Fox News today, it's been discovered that it was a young kitten. <laughs> now, I wonder if this guy is going to be in trouble, because if he killed the little kitten... Yeah, I don't know. ...or attacking him... Wow, okay. See, I, I was really disappointed when I saw a picture of the guy, because I thought he'd look like Chuck Norris, or a bit more like Chuck Norris, like some big yeah. MMA yeah. guy. Yeah, and... I kind of figured he really did wrestle him out. And he looked yeah. like a cook, yeah. you know. And I was like, "Way cool, you know. Let me touch you." But he's just a wimp in disguise, okay. you know. Oh, oh okay. I don't know. I I do know, sorta. In Canada, people are doing the carnivorous diet. Oh yeah, which is kind of similar to keto. And um, of course, our jo Jordan Peterson. He loves the carnivorous diet. He he believes in eating a lot of meat and that it helps autoimmune disease as well. You know, I have Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune disease, and I've sort of considered it. I have friends on that diet, and they've they they've never been healthier. Yeah, I I understand, but I don't really eat red meat. I just eat chicken and fish. Yeah, I mean, me too. And I you know. I don't know, but I, I've been looking into it because I would really like to not have as many symptoms. Well, today, I noticed that there's a couple of side effects. 
The first one being, it's called Keto Crotch. <laughs> oh, Apparently, my. Apparently, women's vaginas are smelling. Oh, if no. On the keto diet. Apparently, carbs keeps your vagina smelling sweeter or, or <laughs> more becoming or I don't know. And you know, their breath smells like nail polish remover, which would be oh. like acetone. Oh, my. Well, doesn't that kind of defeat part of the purpose? You know, if you're looking good and you got your body all <laughs> hardened up and you go, ew. Oh, no. Oh, no. When I woke up this morning and if someone told me I was going to be talking about smelly vaginas today on the podcast, I would have laughed. <laughs> and here I am in shock, unable to laugh. Well, you know, I mean, it's, we don't usually talk about it, but that, I just, we had to talk about that. Well, I wonder if it's true. Like, should I go smell my friend's garages? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you could get arrested, though. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I don't uh, know. And I, I think it's, it's you know, it's just women. I guess guys, you know, I don't know. Well, if any, if any listeners are out there on the keto diet, let us know. Throw yeah, a comment dude, down yeah. on us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just in case anybody's wondering, I have a list of what HR people are looking for when they hire you. They're looking at your social media bats. Okay. And the bad things are um, indications in your photos that you do drugs and booze. Okay. Your language, you know, if you use naughty, foul language. Your politics, your grammar and spelling. The other one is flaunting wealth. And apparently that's a biggie. They don't like it if you go, I got a new boat. Or, you know, here's my designer shoes. Probably because uh, the job pays $12 an hour. <laughs> maybe so. And then they hate it if you're a me, me, me person. If everything you post is selfie or about you. And yeah. not about everybody else. Well, nobody wants so a there you go. nobody wants a narcissistic coworker, right? That's right. So, yeah. There you go. Well, and and it is true because I did a lot of hiring for uh, you know a major media company in Canada here, and that was exactly what we do. We would uh, look them up on Facebook, look them up on Twitter. Yeah. So you know, if they were, if they seemed good in a, in an interview, that's we would look at those the the social media links. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't get a job because of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that hurts more people than um, people are willing to admit or imagine. Well, it gives you a good snapshot of what they're really like. Exactly. In real life. Yeah. Because you all hear the same thing over and over. Oh, I'm a quick learner. You don't yeah. have to tell me more than once. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Everyone Those says that. Words. Stop it. Yeah, they do. They do say that. So, well, it's Friday. Yes. Fridays are good. Yes, it is. As long as you're looking at a payday, probably. Yeah, well, and I tell you what, in the United States, we're looking at about three big snowstorms. Oh. We're supposed to get ours this Sunday, so I expect by Monday we're snowed in. Wow. This... If the forecasts are right, so. That global warming, eh? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. That good old global warming is freezing me to death. Yes. And I can agree to, with you there. It's the same here. Yeah, but we don't always agree. Life's a journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and everyone, thanks for listening.